Welcome one, welcome all to Monday, Football Monday here on the SB Nation NFL Show. Before we get started, a reminder that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. My name, RJ Ochoa. Uh, you know me, of course, from Blogging the Boys, SB Nation's home for the mediocre Dallas Cowboys. This is Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show. You can watch us live every single Monday morning on the SB Nation NFL Twitter page, the SB Nation NFL Facebook page, the SB Nation NFL YouTube channel. And you can, of course, subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts, Apple devices, Spotify, whatever the case, subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. Those things make us happy. I say us because because it is, it is me, if I could speak properly, and the one and only dressed a little bit more handsome than usual, if I do say so myself, from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride, covering the Kansas City Chiefs, the beautiful audio stylings of one Pete Sweeney. Pete, happy Monday to you, sir. You look great. I already told you, but I, I wanted to say it again. I, I hope you're in a, in a chipper mood today. Thank you. I, I'm never in a bad mood when I, I get to do this with know. you, RJ. I appreciate the compliment. Thank you for saying it both off air and on air. And I'm I'm ready here. I'm it the combine's over. We're about to hit free agency and, and we're gonna lean into that. Yeah, we are going to put together Monday Football Monday's top five free agency list, top, or top five free agents list uh, within free agency. going to tell you the top five dudes about to hit the open market with a little bit of qualifiers. Uh, it's free agency time here at the SB Nation NFL show, so we'll be attacking it in a few different ways all throughout the lead up, of course, to um, the, the new league year beginning, P. But before we do... Uh, some some you know some things to just kind of take care of some housekeeping and just a, a few news and notes to fly through yeah. uh, as they relate to the NFL. First things first. While you were out last week, uh, a shout out to Rob Stats Guerrero who filled in Thank for you. Stats, you. Yeah. Um, I, I invented something um, okay. in the final moments of the show. You know, I thrive uh, with a deadline. I think we we all kind of get that sense. Um, something that that I'm now calling the MF double MVP, the Monday Football Monday MVP, something that we'll hand out every single week uh, to one of the people who is hosting. So basically, this is designed for our own narcissism. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's still it's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. First of all, your thoughts on the MF double MVP? I think it's something you got to be careful in, in saying because mm -hmm. MF is something completely different. So you got to make sure that you add the MVP, the double MVP, the double. Right. Yeah. yeah, I I wanted to call it the MF MVP, but mm -hmm. then it would just be the Monday Football Most Valuable Player. That wouldn't work. No. Uh, so the MF hard, I, I will double say, MVP. It's hard to say. Uh, that's the first thing. It's a little bit. That's the best way, as, as opposed to MFM MVP. Yeah, trust me, it's a MF little double MVP. It's hard off the tongue. It, it it doesn't flow as much as come up of the week. Uh, that I know, but uh, I do like it. You know what I mean? I, it it is another thing that we could talk about. So I like that. Well, we always want to hear who you think is deserving of uh, every week's MF double MVP. Uh, Pete is on Twitter at PG Sweeney, right, Pete? Or is it PG Sweeney um, off the top of my head? Yeah, it's cut PG off the UI there. Yep. We, you've only known Good me for, for about four years. Yep. Uh, Rachel is on Twitter at Rachel Monique. I am on Twitter at RJ Ochoa. Uh, you can tell us who you think is worthy of this week's MF double MVP. But like I said, Pete, I designed it last week. I, I brought it, you know, fresh out of the lab, like the you know and like all the the you know cloud of smoke breaking? coming off of it oh it was and it's oh that, yeah like coming out the conveyor belt and white coat i said right situation i said rachel because rachel's in charge and rachel you can award it to yourself to be very clear here uh but i said rachel i need you to decide who wins this between stats and i the inaugural 
MF double MVP. Rachel gave to an outsider. She gave it to stats. Oh my Can you god! Believe this? No, don't sit. Don't I, I'm do serious. What, I was, what are we doing? What the we betrayal. Doing? I mean, what are we doing? Like, Come on, Rachel. Um, our our hearts are broken. Uh, if you don't give it to one of us this week, then we'll know that you. Um, I already knew that, of course, because I listened to the entire show. Definitely, yeah, on mm-hmm. the on the right. flight back. Yep. Uh, but it, I'm, you know, and I'm mad about it. I've been mad all week. Um, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, so. Definitely. This wasn't breaking news to you by any means. Um, Okay, Pete, um, do you have any breaking news that you want to get to yourself before we put together our cumulative top five free agents list? Anything? Um, In fact, I think we can start in Kansas City, at least. Yeah. Um, Offensive tackle Orlando Brown, the first to receive the franchise tag. The deadline uh, for NFL teams to place franchise tags on players is, of course, tomorrow, Tuesday, March 8th. The NFL new league year does begin next Wednesday, March 16th. But the legal tampering window does open a week from today on Monday the 14th. So Orlando Brown at least not going anywhere for 2022, Pete. This was really expected in Kansas City. As a matter of fact, when the Chiefs ended up trading for Orlando Brown with the Baltimore Ravens, which I don't need to go back down that road. It's still stunning to me that the Ravens did the deal. But uh, it worked out for the Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, well, they, they yeah, no, that, that was a different year. But yes, they they, they ended- beat the Ravens, too. So, I mean, it really worked out for the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Shout out to uh, Kyle Barber's purple plate, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Yeah, that's great. Um, Anyway, so during the time of the trade, this was a year ago, there was already smoke that this could be a tag year. And I think that Brown's representatives already knew that a year ago. And I think ideally what Kansas City wants to do is do a long-term deal. I don't think that Brown's reps are, are rushing on this thing, I, I think maybe they're going to let the, the tackle market. We're about to talk about free agents. Uh, Turn Armstead is a, a free agent. I think they might let some of those things play out before they can get a true value on on what Brown is. And I, you know, I, I think there is still a chance that uh, a long term deal gets done because the Chiefs want to be able to free up cap space, but uh, not for right now. And of course, they now keep control of him in Kansas City as they continue to work on a, a new deal. So. Yeah, mid-July, the deadline, of course. Um, This could serve as a placeholder until then. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I I think all the leverage does belong to Orlando Brown. He's he's in that unique situation that... Uh, Laramie Tunsil was in with the Texans or a number of different players where, and you know, not- a team trades for you. You're well, you're near the end of your your contract. I mean, they didn't trade for you to to not keep you around. So, I mean, he knows that his representation knows that. I mean, there's there's the lineage you talked about. I mean, like, you know, I think sometimes you know, team too, Orlando, the the tag is looked at as a little bit disrespectful, but at the end of the day, it's still 16 and a half million dollars, you know? So if he has to do it and, and sort of in a prove it one year type of thing, you get a guy in another contract year, which the contract year is undefeated. We know that. And you're still making the best money of your entire life. So it's not the Ross deal. I think sometimes it's looked at as a, as a diss, but maybe it shouldn't be. I think it's, it can be. It certainly can be. Like you're right. There's there's a level to it where I think there's a look. We're running out of time. It is a placeholder, and I think there's a level of sincerity from some teams when it comes to that. Maybe the Chiefs um, are going to be that way with Orlando, but um, you know, of course. I mean, least, there's a Kirk Cousins situation, and yeah, then it well, that's that's. I'm coming from the perspective of the Cowboys having tagged Dak Prescott twice. They tagged Demarcus Lawrence twice. Yeah. Um. I mean, so they are uh, the Cowboys. They just you know it's like that movie tag, which was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. The one, you know what I'm talking about with Ed Helms and 
Um, yeah, I that come on, that Bradley movie, that movie was was trash. It was pretty good. Stop, it's, stop, stop. With it's the all right. Stop. Um, anyway, okay. So, um, any other big time news you want to get into, Pete? The NFL Combine, you know, again, was no, mostly I'm, last I'm, week. I'm really interested in seeing if the Combine stays in Indianapolis. It seems like this is a thing for uh, your boy jerry jones that he wants to to move this thing but everyone else it seems like in america mm-hmm. and in the nfl wants it to say in, in indy so we'll see if it moves next year i think this is actually a thing for your boy pete tuny and that is raj roger goodell is the one who, who sees this as an opportunity <laughs> to make a lot of money i am not a raj guy don't don't put that on me don't put that um on me. The, on, the only other thing i i saw i mean and peter king wrote about this in football morning america it does seem like kirk herb street is going to wind up being the um the color analyst for amazon's thursday night football i love um, that i love it uh i mean i don't know i love kirk i mean like i, I this, is, this isn't about kirk it's mm-hmm. just a matter of like like we really like you know we can't there's no other announcers there's only like six announcers on earth that can do this you know what i mean and we have to like use them for all the games like that's that's just kind of where i'm at i don't know i i think it'll be a little bit different and I've really loved Kirk on what are the the premiere. It's the game of the week every every week in college, and I think he does a fantastic job. I don't know why sure. it wouldn't translate to the NFL, and I think it'll be a different. But sound. that like that like breaks the wall for me. You know what I mean? Like I'm so used to seeing him through the like prism of a college football game. It's like, whoa, Kirk, this isn't Saturday. You know what I mean? Like it's it's an awkward vibe. It's it's again like I'm I'm used to like certain things, and this this will throw that off a little bit. Yeah, and then by week four you'll be used to it. Just you know, man, man up a little bit, RJ. Come on, it's gonna be fun. Um, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> it is time, Pete Tweedy, for the MFM yes. top five oh, free agents oh, the free agents of part. 2022. Uh, not time for the MF double MVP. Not yet. Uh, Ray Shell holds all the power there. We don't have any votes. It's all Ray Shells, um, as we learned painfully last week. I might add. I can't um, believe so, she gets the stats. We did not specify this before we started recording slash streaming, but I think we need to now. Uh, we're each going to have one veto as we compile our group list here. Um, and ultimately, we're going to take two that you suggest, two that I suggest, and one that Ray Shell suggests. How does that sound? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Now, I think that we should avoid Devontae Adams. We should avoid the obvious players who are returning. Like, Devontae Adams is technically about to hit free agency, but, like, he's not going anywhere. Like, do we really – do we want to include him on the list? Like, is that – do we want to be that show? You know, do, do we want to be that I predictable, ju- that chalk? I think – Or can we be a little bit more creative? I mean, it's 2022. We could send robots to Mars. If it's the top free agents list and we're going to put it in print for this podcast and we have it up on a tweet and Devontae is not in it, I think we're going to look a little silly. So what do we have to, that, should we tweet? We put the one name? of those asterisks with the like, you want to change know, it to MFM sexy top five free, the, you know, the sexy free whoa. agents of 2022. You can come up with your own awards if you want, Pete. But I mean, because that's, if that's, it's top, we got to include Devante. That, that, you know, we can, we can tweak the name a little bit. Okay. All right. Fine, fine, fine. We'll be literal players, players who are literally set to hit free agency, despite the fact that some might get franchise tagged and completely ruin go. this episode in a now, day's time. Now okay. that's what we call in the biz a quality fire rj so we're okay all right now last thing before we fully begin construction of the list today is march 7th 2022 do you know what that means oh yeah three seven twenty two um that's true uh it means pete twini that today is the 10 year anniversary anniversary of of the indianapolis colts Colts releasing releasing peyton Peyton Manning. manning i can't believe i know it's unbelievable that that's today 10 years 
It set him up to become the greatest quarterback in the history and the future of the AFC West. It's um, been a decade. The, that's crazy. It's been a decade. That's nuts to me. Who Is that the, not like breaking your mind? Who was the president 10 years ago? What was the top you song? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am curious what the top song was. Um, Let's see. I got song it. of March uh, 2012. We, we Found Love by Rihanna. That's not... That's a great song. Um, oh, no, wait a minute. The song, Rolling in the, the one that I saw, also starts with We. It's We Are Young uh, by yeah. Fudd. Rolling in the Deep. So. Tonight! Here. That should cost you some <laughs> some statistic points in the MFM MFW. We are young! You got to stop it. You're so, Tell me you, it didn't sound just like that. I mean, if this was the voice, I would I would be making sure my my seat was as stationary as it possibly could ever be. So that that's where I land on that rendition. Um, we found love also a great tune um, by uh, by Rihanna. Um, Who knew that? Yeah, so, Adele rolling uh, in the deep. That was her first jam. So during that time, uh, this was when this was like the emergence of Adele while. Peyton Manning mm -hmm. was. Is that your favorite Adele song? Rolling in the Deep, Someone Like You. No. Rumor has it. I mean, those are kind of the bangers. Um, what is Hello from the Other Side? Is that what, what song is that? Oh, yeah. That's and then she also had the Skyfall song from the movie. Um, I think Rumor has it's probably the best one for me. Uh, is Hello from the Other Side the name of it? Uh, Hello from the Other Side. Adele, we are getting to free agents. Uh, it's called actually "Hello" is what it's called. Well, that's so. Well, hello to Adele. That's my favorite Adele song. I was checking, and I was correct. Rumor has it another like a pro for me. Well, another reason like to add it, like to sol further solidify it as my favorite. It's spelled um, English, like rumor has mm -hmm. it. Yeah, no, that that is cool. I I have a a, anyway, a British guy all right. on staff. Top Tom Child, five free agents. Anyway. Um, is Devontae Adams number one? He's number one, right? Like, there's we don't have to waste time here. He's number one. Green Bay Packers, yeah, super Devontae Adams, the number one free agent of Monday Football Monday. It's so rare that you have a receiver of this caliber, and there is even the slight possibility that he reaches free agency, right? Because it it, it it's something that you just don't even want to really flirt with. And yeah, I mean, I I expect him to to be tagged. He wants to be paid like the best receiver in the league and, and the Packers are either, either going to do that or they're going to tag him. It seems like to me, I don't, I don't think you got You could let him go. So. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think he's there regardless of whether Aaron Rodgers becomes the second best quarterback in the history of the AFC West. Again, Peyton Manning, the first um, 10 years it's been but, since uh, yeah. he, he got released by the Colts. Uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, he's amazing. And I, I honestly would love to watch him without Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, I, I, I would just be interested to see that. I don't like doubt him or doubt his abilities or anything I mean, like that. But he's been with Rodgers for a long time. I, I think pairing him with a young quarterback like Patrick Mahomes or, or something might be interesting. I, I would agree. I would agree with you. I there. asked somebody this. I don't think it was you, but is Devontae Adams the best wide receiver that Aaron Rodgers has ever had in his career? He has to be. I mean, well, like I mean who, who's the who's the Nelson, next best contender? Jordy, Jordy, uh, you know, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Rogers, like, Rogers you know. was coming back. He wanted one receiver and one receiver only, and that was oh, we got to trade for true. Jordy Nelson, that's baby. True. <laughs> he came, uh, came that's back. true, man. So maybe uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers would say, you know, Nelson over Adams. We don't even know that. Or, He's or Randall Cobb. Um, yeah, he I also mean, said read a book, uh, Rogers. He's been offering a lot of advice lately. So I I, do, do I am you, curious. 
do you um not read books is that your point well no i i read them i i just i don't know if i need aaron Rodgers in his uh in his big mess instagram mm-hmm. message saying you know read a book once in a while all right, all right, all right. little nose up right you know Devonte adams number one on our list congratulations to him this very chalk number two though might be a little bit you know i don't know if the Devonte pick counts for you or counts for me um either way but who's your vote for number two peace Wendy. uh let me pull up my list here that's yeah. the whole point of, of doing this show so, i mean is literally this is why and i was talking about it I, I mentioned his name before but Taryn armstead uh is you know this left tackle that is available here and i i tend to think that's why the the brown deal might might be stalled because i i think he is going to sort of set the market for what tackles should be paid i don't think brown's going to make more than him but i think they want to really know what he's going to get before they because i think it'll make the deal more more lucrative and aside from a quarterback and maybe an edge rusher you can make the case that this is the most important position in football and to have a guy like this available similar to what uh, was happening with trent williams Last offseason, I'd, I'd probably say Trent is, is better, but this is, you know, a, a guy that that is in the realm. And I, I think um, not a sexy position. I, I know Chris Godwin is there. I'm sure we're going to talk about him, but I, I think Armstead is key. He's had some injury issues, um, but if you can look past that and you really need a left tackle, I think he's available for you there. We'll be 31 when the season starts. Uh, I mean, obviously, New Orleans. It didn't matter um, for Trent Williams. I mean, Trent Williams was 33. Right, right. I mean, no, like I'm I'm not saying like, oh, like he's doomed. Like don't, you know, don't don't go down this path. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting that he's he's leaving New Orleans, obviously. Yeah. I, I think it's obviously it would be difficult for them to retain him, but nothing's impossible. New Orleans kind of shows us that on an annual basis. Um for what it's worth, um you mentioned the franchise tag value for Orlando Brown. Can you repeat that for us, Pete? Sixteen and a half million, is that correct? For Orlando Brown? Yeah, it's between sixteen four and sixteen five. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh PFF's uh contract projection for Teron Armstead, three years, sixty million dollars. So an average of twenty million per year, uh, with forty three and three quarters guaranteed. Nice chunk of change. And that that like range feels about right. Um, you know, for an elite left tackle, which obviously Teron Armstead could be. I just don't like I don't think he hits the open market. I don't think New Orleans lets him go. So, like, I, I, it's hard for me to, like, consider him a true classic free agent. I mean, um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, he's, he's in the list. He's on the top five. I don't know that he's number two, though. Like, do you feel passionately about this? Like, I don't I, – I, I kind never, of think – I never want to feel passionately about a tackle. I, it's not exciting. But, I, I, you know, reality is it, it – you know, you could almost call it even the second most important position in, in football because uh, you know as they would tell you in, in Cincinnati you could lose your quarterback pretty quickly if you don't have the offensive line so I I you know I'm leaning into that I think okay um I will make the case for Chris Godwin and then Rachel you can tell us who deserves to be number two on the list and the loser is number three um Godwin obviously has been amazing um and coming off the ACL which is tough and impacts his value but I mean Think about, like, we made this argument last year, and it didn't work out, don't get me wrong, but, like, we made the argument for Indianapolis. Like, okay, you're going to – I'm in no way shedding blame from Carson Wentz, but, okay, you're going to go all in for – not all in, but whatever. You're going to trade for Carson Wentz, give him some help. At the time, it was sign Kenny Galladay, sign Allen Robinson if he becomes available. That, you know, Allen didn't, you know, become available. But 
we, you know, Kenny Galladay, I, I actually liked the move in, in some way for the Giants, like help out your young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay didn't catch a single touchdown for the Giants in 2021, but whatever. And so like Chris Godwin, there's a lot of young quarterbacks and a lot of young quarterback situations that could use a superstar wide receiver, which Chris Godwin is. And I don't know that I think one of them is Blaine Gabbert in Tampa Bay. And so I, I would love to see Chris Godwin go somewhere like Chris Godwin turns somebody else into like a turns a really good team into a contender. He turns a really good offense into an elite offense and in that sense, I think he's a little bit more deserving than Tron Armstead. Personally. See, the, the reason why I like Armstead here is because he's no doubt, to me, a top 10, top 15 tackle. I don't know. I like Chris Godwin. I really like wow. Chris Godwin. I, I think that's a fair point. Though. Is he a number one receiver? Is he a number one receiver? Can you build an offense around Chris Godwin? And I don't know if you can. Now, you might be able to. But now all of a sudden you put him on a team where he has to be the number one and he's getting that that type of attention. You know, I don't I don't. That's why I, I just put him a little bit lower. That's all. I I think that's kind of fair, but I, I think it's kind of unfair because I think the drop off from really good left tackle to good left tackle is much more significant than the drop off from really good receiver to good receiver. And maybe that serves your point. Mm-hmm. Um, you're making my point but, for me. You know what? I know. But... Maybe you're the double FMM MVP after all. Thank you. Maybe. Uh, did you say double M at the beginning? It's MF double MVP, not double M F MVP. It's MF double MVP. I love it. Yep. To... I love it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of sold. Actually, I kind of sold myself. Um, Rachel, do you think Teron Armstead should be two and Chris Godwin should be three or should I not doubt myself and just go with my initial gut instinct? Rachel's coming in to break this tie. The suspense is killing me. So I'm answering who I feel should be at number two. Correct. <laughs> Teron Armstead, New Orleans Saints left tackle or Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay wide receiver or Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver. Um, do the right thing, Rachel. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Chris Godwin at number two. Woo! <laughs> you know All what right. carry on carry on thank you Rachel. sometimes uh, we'll, we'll you, see you in a bit when you award uh today's illustrious award sometimes wow. you feel attacked do you know what i mean and it's not intentional necessarily but still hurts just the same wow so the official top five list uh of free agents to be in the nfl of monday football monday here on the sp nation nfl show very branded this uh this particular episode is uh so far number one Devonte adams green bay packers wide receiver number two after some debate chris godwin tampa bay buccaneers wide receiver tough scene for Pete tweeney although teron armstead uh new orleans saints left tackle is number three uh, Rachelle's going to give us a suggestion for number five, which means we have one kind of last one to really flesh out, Pete. Um, these are the contenders. I, I don't want to you know, trample on Rachelle's territory, but we have JC Jackson and, you know, anytime you can get a corner, obviously impressive. Uh, Mike Williams is at the top of a lot of lists, no. although I, I mean, um, this guy uh, is great. Yeah, no, <laughs> he cannot stay healthy. He can't no, stay healthy. No Von Miller, a little bit up there, um, obviously, um, you know, a little bit deeper into his 30s, still, you know, fairly young. But in, and if anyone has proven this idea wrong, it's certainly Von Miller as of late. Uh, Chandler Jones, Jesse Bates. Um, I, if you're going to come in here and say that Tyron Matthews is deserving of the spot, we have to end right now. Um, other than that, I have a hard time seeing anybody else. In Tyron Matthews is, is not getting enough 
love. I mean, I don't know if he's top Dude, five. But, he's, but, he's not. You know he's not top five. But, but it's one thing to say, like, he's a little, you know, not being talked about enough. You, and it's another to be like, I don't know if he's, he's not top five. It's you okay. know what, though? Like, how many of these guys can you put the, the culture change tag on? Maybe Von Miller? And then it's it's Tyron Matthew. I, that that it, he could change your room, uh, and that's why they, there's some connections with him to the Cowboys. RJ, they 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 might be interested in someone like like the Badger. Okay, so I'm not trying to sit here and say Tyron Matthew is bad for culture, but was he not the person who said that Chiefs fans were the most toxic that's in all point. of sports? That's a fair point. I mean, point. they so they, like this, it, this was a tough like, that that go that goes both ways like that that. <laughs> you know emotion this was a uh, this was a tough scene uh in in kansas city the defense was historically i believe it was in the first four or five weeks of the season it was historically the worst defense in nfl history there was right. there were some complaints by the fans and then Ty well, tyron was upset because this was a super bowl winning team you know it, it happens and then he apologized you, you know we don't we don't we can't we can't have a man make a mistake rj what it was. I, I know he apologized and so i don't want to like dwell on the past but the thing he did that that did upset me and mm -hmm. i am I cannot believe that I'm about to bring this name up. Uh-oh. But <laughs> I am so I like just in in a on a human level, I was bothered on behalf of Daniel Sorensen. Oh, I, no. I like it is wow. it is one of the lamest things to me when a player throws another player, specifically a teammate, obviously, under the bus. And like, I mean, you tell me how many times I, I'm not actually asking for an answer here, but how many times Tyron Matthew would have his hands up? Like, you know, <laughs> like, come on, you know, like that dude, that is so lame. Like you're talking about a culture. That's a culture of finger pointing and blaming. And you, you actually don't want to talk about things that get slept on when it comes to Tyron Matthew. People love to talk about what a great story he is, which is totally true. And what a great player he is, which is totally true, but he will throw a teammate under the bus. If he feels like he is not getting what he wants to see. He really defended Dan impressers it's the heat of the game and also too cool, travis kelsey cool. was the, definitely the mvp uh in in my opinion and the team and coaches voted not the Ma mf double mvp just to be very clear just yeah the team and coaches voted matthew the mvp so the, their mvp is is going to test the free agency well, market I don't, he's not top five i know that i know that but, but that's what like all i'm saying is like Again, very good player, maybe a little bit underrated, but there are some negative qualities that are also underrated as well. So, yeah, something. You know, if you're talking about guys who are, are are actually going to hit the market, um, which is the big caveat of this like he's he's program. not even a better player than Jesse Bates right now. Like if we're gonna if we're talking about the mm. last spot before Ray Show mm. comes in here, like I, I think Jesse Bates is more deserving to be in the top five. To be clear, I don't think Jesse Bates deserves to be in the Bates top five. A, we have to pick a fifth or a goes, fourth, excuse good, me, before Ray Show comes. Good postseason, right? He, but I I just think. The, the Matthew body of work and and he might have some really good years left I mean it could be Hall of Fame caliber if he, he put some good years together so we'll see I don't agree with the Bates um, take the Bates take was is a bad take I know because you're a massive homer see, um, okay so that, legitimate contenders legitimate contenders for the fourth spot here on uh, Monday Football Monday not Mike Williams uh, <laughs> Orlando Brown no longer in consideration or contention yeah, because it's been franchise tag um so we've got Vaughn Miller we've got JC Jackson that's kind of it to me um I don't know do you I'm an Aggie I mean if if we're looking for for reasons to lean one way or the other I mean I would lean I would lean Vaughn Miller 
I wasn't sure if he had anything left. And then he looked great for the Rams and was a big part of that. And like I was saying with the Tyron Matthew point, again, I know he's not top five, but to me, Miller, I think, is just he's there's such a a, a way about him. There's such an air about him where I think it's defense changing, where it bleeds into other players. I don't I'm not saying that can't happen with JC Jackson. You know, I don't know the player that well. Von Miller is just such a, a to me a, a name where you, you bring him in and if he continues to play like he did last year. Uh, it changes your defense. Now he is a little bit older. And so that's where I, I think I'm getting hung up at the age of 33. Are you really going to take a 33 year old Von Miller over a 26 year old JC Jackson? I don't know. So just for some context here, uh, if we look at PFS top or, or where they have these players ranked, because the, the debate again is between Von Miller and JC Jackson. So for the 2021 season, uh, the number one corner by PFF's grading as far as defensive grades was guess who beats me. I don't know who. It was Jalen Ramsey. Uh, number two, AJ Terrell. Three, Kendall Fuller. Darius Slay. Uh, number four, um, your man, Rashad Fenton. Number six. But JC Jackson. Whose number numbers seven. on Rashad Fenton are just, I don't <laughs> understand, but whatever. You know, um, he's good, look, but I he's think, not. He's not like. Well, JC Jackson uh, came in just behind him at number seven. So the seventh ranked corner defensively, yeah. um, according to PFF. Now, if we go to edge defenders for, again, this past season specifically, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's more to that when it comes to Von Miller's career. But uh, number one, edge defender defensively uh, by PFF standards, Miles Garrett, not a shock. Number two, Max Crosby, not a shock. Number four, Demarcus Lawrence, kind of a good player. Dallas Cowboys, maybe you don't want to be total idiots and release it, whatever, just just a word of advice. Uh, but number three, Vaughn Miller. So definitely came on very, very, very strong uh, near the end of the season and in the, in the playoffs, uh, but certainly a productive player nonetheless for the Rams in the overall. He's been hurt, right? And and finally looked healthy. It's, it's just, that's what's hard, I think, when you're predicting free agents and if we could assume and you can't but if we could say okay you're gonna get 17 games of von miller the way he looked at the end of last year it's an easy choice but you you just can't be a guarantee you're not necessarily guaranteed that you know i mean i don't think you are in fact i'm double checking here the last time you played a full regular season um because he's missed time even at the beginning of his career as well i mean von miller you talk about it's been a decade uh, since the Indianapolis Colts released Peyton Manning, that was coming off of Von Miller's rookie year in the NFL. Right. So it's been a minute, um, but you know, actually not as unhealthy as we made it out to be. He didn't miss um, seven games in 2013. That's what I was thinking of. That was the the year that the Broncos went to the Super Bowl for the first time. Granted, they lost, uh, but mm-hmm. ever since then, 2014, 100 percent of games played 2015 100% 1600% and by the way obviously 15 they won the Super Bowl he was MVP right. uh, 17 100% 18 100% in 2019 the streak ended P and he only played in 15 games uh he did miss the entire 2020 season though obviously that's very fresh in our minds but he did come back very strong what, uh, what I mean 15 games in 2021 sometimes when you have an injury like that though it does take a year to get kind of back into your body you hear guys always saying that and he like I said he finally did look healthy I don't know. I think I think it's Von Miller with all the reasons we're saying. I think it just tip, I think he just tips the scale for me a little bit more. Now, I, if you need a cornerback, it's 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 Jackson. But I think Von Miller can be, a, a, again, a, a game changer for you on, on defense. So I, I like Von Miller there. I just I mean, like, I know that the like who this this is about who they are now and not, you know, an overall or a look at their resume. But man, like I totally forgot. I mean, Von Miller is three time first team all pro like he is. 
surefire first ballot Hall of Famer, I think, when it's all said and done, especially with the Super Bowl MVP and now Super Bowl rings with two different teams. Um, I do wonder how much of, longer he wants to go. This is well, he's it's such an interesting point in his career where he's kind of this like mercenary, you know what I mean? Like, I love when players get like elite <laughs> players get to this place where it's just yeah. like. I, like you can't even call it ring hunting when it's Vaughn because he's already got two. It's just kind of like, who do I want to go make better? Um, right. Which is kind of like like Ray Allen later in his career. You know what I mean? That like, can still contribute something at a very high level. And you got to um, watch these guys too because, you know, Vaughn Miller is very marketable and he's made a ton of dough. So he doesn't – like money is not necessarily a driver. There could be a unique contract situation where he wants to play for a certain team and maybe you know, gives a little so that they can still fit other – players and and such under the cap and so i i think it's a real fascinating player to watch because he can call a shot in a sense and who wouldn't want don miller uh on your on your club? i will say this um i think it was 2018 uh vaughn was having some um he was having some tough times with yes. the Denver broncos and john elway and vaughn's mother um had a an instagram post i think it was and she was petitioning vaughn's agent to call jerry uh, Vaughn, obviously from Texas, and again, yeah, Texas yeah. AM, you know, so Jerry World, throwing that out there, Jerry of you know? Jerry World, yes. All yes. right, uh, number four on our list, Vaughn Miller. Then we did it. Um, so congratulations to us, Rachel. The list now here, Monday Football Monday's top five free agents of 2022, one through four Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin. Shout out to you, Teron Armstead, Vaughn Miller. Who would you like to petition as number five on our list? Pete is probably going to shoot you down because he's very bitter about what happened a moment ago. Oh gosh. Don't okay. Put words in my mouth. You're always putting words in my mouth. I, I, I just, I can't stand it. I just can't stand it. Anyway, go ahead, Rachelle. I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you. Um, this was a hard decision. I was torn between two players, but I'm gonna give it to Edge Chandler Jones from the Cardinals. Ooh. Despite mm. his age, despite some of the recent injuries that he's faced, I still think he's definitely an elite pass rusher. So I'm gonna give it to him. Yeah, and kind of in um, the inverse role of Vaughn, where he's like, you know, really accomplished from a Super Bowl standpoint. You know, right. Chandler missing out on that, and he's you know having Listen, some tough times. Anytime. A little bit upset last year when they brought in JJ Watt. Um, definitely, maybe a little bit hungry. Like maybe maybe you get that initial like Calais Campbell boost from him. Yeah, Pete. I mean, anytime you know. that you could mix in a Syracuse orange, I'm I'm all for that, as you know, Pete, uh, Pete. RJ. So, did you guys see Duke? That was. Pretty wonderful. Mm. No big deal. Mm. <laughs> Heal up, right? Isn't that what they say? Heal up. Pete, stop. Don't do that. Um, anyway. Big week for Syracuse. Uh, wow. uh, not on the bubble this year, and we got to win all every game in the ACC tournament. So uh, we'll see what happens, but not feeling good. Um, thank you, Rachel. Please ready to award today's MFM MVP in just a moment. Pete, quickly on JC. Jackson. Congratulations to Chandler Jones, by the way, the come up of Seriously. the week. We never thought he would be on this <laughs> No, I think he deserves and, it, though. I no, mean, you're if, right. If I don't, being, I'm not I, hating on the pick. I just, you know, we didn't really even mention his name before Rachel threw him out. And I, I like it. I like it. Well, I, I think like JC Jackson is a name that like sticks out. And and so maybe and maybe right now we're feeling like, man, did we did we air not having JC Jackson list? But I will say, and, and this is a really lame way to look at this, but Stefan Gilmore has spooked me when it comes to like, there's a lot of reasons to like be hesitant to like. Do, you know, double down on a, on a New England product. You know what I mean? Like whether that's like you know Bill Belichick's assistants or former players or whatever. Like it's just can you can you replicate that elsewhere? Um, I just I'm, I'm are, nervous about that. There are some tough players on this list because of where they were, right? Like so, 
in an alternate universe, what if Allen Robinson had been playing with a good quarterback? Would he be two? Dude, that's one of the ones that like really bothers me. I love Allen Robinson, but there's so many people that are like, free A-Rob, free Allen Robinson. <laughs> like, he chose to go to Chicago. Like, like the pe- people act like he's trapped. He chose there. He, they didn't draft him. Like, he, but, he chose to sign with the Bears. But here, here's I, an, here's I would like another, to see him elsewhere. Yeah. Here's another point, another guy like that, as I'm kind of going through this list. It's like, don't laugh here, but what if Jameis Winston had played a full season and was le- I mean, a legitimate well, quarterback, mean, right? So if if you're measuring like the impact that players can make, he's a quarterback. And so that's what I'm saying. He comes in, yeah, and he comes in and he starts a you know, full season for somebody and they're a playoff team. And, you know, you look back and you say, like, again, to, to the Peyton Manning point, he's the greatest free agent signing in NFL history. Is he not? I mean, maybe well, you want that's to say what Drew I mean about That's what I mean about Winston. So, yeah, so let's say in that universe, he – it's probably going to go back to New Orleans from what it seems like. But let's say he went to a new team and they won a playoff game. Going back to this list, he would be, he should be one. And it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, so I, I don't know. I, I, it's, a, it's always hard to do this when you don't really know how it's going to play out. So Okay, so our list then, um, and if you'll allow me, one through five, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Teron Armstead, uh, Vaughn Miller, Chandler Jones, honorable mention, J.C. Jackson, Weird, very specific honorable mention with a qualifier of being a good player this season, Jameis Winston. How do we feel about that list? I like it. That's a lot to fit in a tweet, but how do we feel about the list in general? I like it, and I what I would like to tell uh, Rachel is, remember who made this quarterback point when you're picking the double milk FM MVP? Uh, the later. What did you call it? Whatever you, whatever. It's hard for me to say. I'm gonna have to write it down. Uh, so I, I get it. I get it right. Um, but whatever that award is, I would like it for this Winston point. Just gonna make um, that plea, Rachel. I would like to say that everything you do is wonderful. Oh come um, on, just in general. So oh um, if you could God. come in now, Rachel, and award this week's MF double MVP. If you want to apologize for last week, that's up to you. Um, but I mean. <laughs> The floor is yours. MF double MVP. I can now say it. Yeah. I don't know if I can say it. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. try to say it. Um, way to redeem yourself, RJ Ochoa. This is unbelievable. <laughs> why do I even Why do I even come on this program? Wow. Woo! Wow. I am so touched and honored. Um, you know, as maybe the inspiration for the award, if I say so myself, um, to to win it and to win it this way um, when you thought it was yours, Pete. I mean, you know, I'll just say this. I had time to run Wasp. That's how I feel about this right now. I had okay. time Stop. to run Wasp. Uh, what, I, what I'd ask the people to do is write this wrong. Go into the, the ratings and reviews and make sure you you let – and we still want five stars. I don't want just, to – Just to be clear, Pete, just before you even finish that sentence, in the MF double MVP standings, like, uh, historically – Stats and I, we're in the club. We each have one. You know what I'm saying? We, there's a blazer. We're in the club. You're denied entry. Rachel's, yeah, uh, you know, running the club. So we're all in here together. But you cannot come in. You don't I know, have a single one. I know from after, mantle, after this yeah. announcement, you're going to want to leave a one-star review. But still leave five stars. But make sure you put your proper complaint. Uh, I, I just want to make sure for Music City Mike, our, the boss man, of course, and we'll make sure it's five stars. But let's put a complaint in the actual review. Uh, Mario Cap. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. MF double MVP. Make sure you you express your displeasure. Five stars, though. Then let's keep it five stars. Come on. You know, if Mario Cap wants to come up with his own MF double MVP, the Monday Football Monday Mario most valuable player, that would actually be a mon- MF triple MVP. Um, Too much. You know, it's up to you him, know, it, but, it, yeah. I feel like we're getting <laughs> Marshall Mathers territory at this point. 
Wow. Uh, congratulations. Speaking of me. come up of the uh, week, and we talked a little bit of music. Have you noticed? I don't know if it's happening in Texas, but it's certainly happening in Missouri and elsewhere. I've been traveling for these weddings. But Missouri, anyway, also another M. Nice. In the club has been after since the Super Bowl has been making a little bit of a comeback. I've been hearing it a lot more recently. Um, hey, after we um, saw um, Fat Fifty Cent doing the the sit ups, and now it now I'm hearing hey, in the club a lot more. Do you know anything? Like like do you, do you do you know what a thing in, in the world? Because that's literally what happens. If somebody does the Super Bowl halftime show, yeah, then all their records get bought and played all over the place. Duh. But I mean, we just haven't really yeah. had anything new uh, from <laughs> Fifty Cent in a long time. And shout out to to Fifty. Uh, I think his name's Curtis Jackson, right? Is that correct? Um, but yeah, the bottle full of bub is is back. We're bubbing up. Are you saying that you've been? in the club a lot is that where, where, uh, like, where you you've heard me, it i mean you could find me in the club yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> uh, wow uh we are on twitter at rachel monique at pg Sween and rj ochoa congratulations to the sb nation nfl top five free agents of 2022 mm -hmm. Devonte adams cooper cup teron armstead von miller chandler jones uh, a definite less congratulations to jc jackson and a slightly less congratulations to Jameis winston as well huge congratulations to me for winning mvp mm -hmm. at today's episode uh pete sweeney the final however many words you want man you need to win so however many words you want belong to you and then we're uh i just want to make it very i want to make it very clear for the badger i was defending you on this program i don't want to be i don't want to be in in, in your tweets and, and saying i i didn't mention your name i said you're you're a culture changer badger and if you're listening and uh you know if you end up in a new home i i wish you a, a lot of luck so last thing on that front um of our five and uh players Devonte adams chris godwin tron armstead mm -hmm. von miller chandler jones Give me a number. How many are on new teams in a week and a half? Um, two. That's my guess. Who are two. the two then? My, my two are Vaughn and Chandler Jones. Yes, that's correct. Maybe three. Mm -hmm. Maybe three. The third would be Godwin. I don't think Devontae or Toronto Armstead are going anywhere. Right, right. It it, it it it's playing so out full, full on scenario. copycat godwin, no no original thoughts godwin uh it's it's interesting because carlton davis is also a free agent so they got to figure that out one, one of them obviously needs to be a, a long-term deal before that that happens you can only franchise tag the one used to be two mm. player friendly um, change by the nfl um, all right pete sweetie. nice let's get out of here for real last set close us out send us off send us home pete a big smell you later no stop um, <laughs> Stop that. Is that your final sentence, to be clear? Shut up. Shut up.